Welcome to College Talk. It's your host, Beth Brandon. I'm sure, almost absolutely sure, uh, you're noticing a difference in sound quality. So part of the reason I just took a break and part of the reason you're hearing, not part of the reason you're hearing a huge difference in sound quality is because I have moved. Um, I no longer am a college advisor with Advise Michigan and MCAN. I absolutely love that experience. I highly recommend anyone who has just graduated um, from a college in Michigan to go check out um, micollegeaccess.org and um, see what positions are available for Advise Michigan. It was truly an awesome experience. Um, the reason I'm no longer advising with them um, is because it's it's an AmeriCorps service position, and so you can serve for two years um, max with Advise Michigan through that. So uh, this past year was my second year. It was a blast. Um, I got to try new things, and I learned so much more about myself and my advising skills. Um, and I'm so proud of the senior class of 2019 at, at Plainwell High School and all they did. Um, they really crushed it. Um, but me and my buddy, my cat, Charlie, who's sitting right next to me now, um, we have moved up north uh, and I'm now working as an I-Pass coordinator, coordinator, excuse me, or the I-Pass coordinator at Lake State, um, Lake Superior State University. And I'm really pumped it's very much the flip side of uh, doing college advising. The whole thing is about uh, retention and focusing on helping students get the skills uh, and resources that they need to stay uh, on a college campus. And so what that means is um, IPASS stands for Individualized Plans for Academic and Student Success, right? And and so working with students who not only are struggling academically, but maybe are struggling with time management or they don't know how to go to talk to a professor, things like that. So um, in the spirit of the move, in the spirit of um, really hitting that first day of July, we're kind of, it feels like we're halfway through the summer, um, all that fun stuff. So, we're going to talk about ways that uh, first-year college students now, before you head in, there's a couple things that you can do to really prep yourself to, to make sure that you um, really set yourself up for success heading into college in the fall. What do I mean by that? So, I think it's really important especially if you were someone who felt like high school was super easy and you didn't have to try really hard to recognize that college is a lot different. And I know, I know, I know, I know people say this all the time, um, but it really truly is different. And so the way that you have learned is going to have to shift. Um, and so a few things that I find um, can set students up for really good success and really help them kind of 
start uh, building up those skills so they can come in ready rather than uh, come in having to make up. Um, That's what I'm going to go through next. The first thing, the biggest thing that I can truly, truly, truly just, I want to shout it from the mountains and just say it five million times is start practicing taking notes, Um, especially in like a lecture style format. And right now you're all probably like, Beth, that isn't going to work. I'm not in school. I'm certainly not giving up my summer to go to lectures. True. And that's 100% fair. Um, What I challenge you to do on the next rainy day, instead of playing Skyrim or PUBG or watching What a Girl Wants, just kidding, none of you probably watched that movie, Um, but instead of like watching Netflix or Hulu, um, throw on a TED Talk, learn something, you throw on a TED Talk about time management so you're multitasking, hey, Um, and, and take notes on what you think the important parts of that TED Talk are. Um, Really, really write down the things that you think the presenter mm, wants you to take the most out of, right? Here's the the kicker. Um, In a couple days, a week, whatever, take those notes and use those to tell someone um, what you thought the video was on and then like see if they'll watch the video. And... If they feel like you've done a pretty good job, I'd say, hey, that's great. You took some pretty good notes. Um, Same thing goes for if it's raining. You could grab a book, read some fiction, read some nonfiction, and get in the habit of trying to read and pull uh, information from those books um, and try practicing taking notes as you're reading if you have the time. And when I say nonfiction, I don't mean like a physics textbook. Um, One of my favorite nonfiction books is called um, Welcome to the Goddamn Ice Cube. And it's by an author named Blair Braverman. And it's about being a woman in the male-dominated sport of dog sled racing. It's about more than that. But that is kind of what the, 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 I guess, gist of the book is. It's really good. It reads like fiction, but it's nonfiction. Um, a couple other really good books that you could do. Um, Furiously Happy by Jenny Lawson's fantastic. Um, Upstream by Mary Oliver is a fantastic collection of essays about nature. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I'm a nerd, whatever. Um, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. You know, there's a bunch of really, really cool books out there that you can read that are nonfiction. Um, Talking as Fast as I Can by Lauren Graham from the Gilmore Girls. Um, I mean, there's there's a ton. There's a ton of really, really cool stuff. Um, yeah, so just try and do, you know, read some of those, take some notes on theirs, those, try to figure out what the gist of the book is. Um, if you have a chance and you can get some of your textbooks early, yeah, like go for it. Um, give it a go and try to, you know, read and, 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 and see if you can start taking some notes on those early chapters, especially those first couple of chapters are just going to be intros to the subject and they're going to give you a really great idea of what the semester is going to look like um, as you move forward. Um, one point of that, if there are chapter summaries or review questions in any of the books that you're reading, start with those, read those, and then go back. That chapter summary is going to give you 
the important points that you should be looking for. Does that mean the only thing you should read is the chapter summary? No. It means when you're rereading and you're going through and you see something that's mentioned in the chapter summary, you need to zoom in and pay attention to that section quite a bit. Um, because that is going to be a main point from the chapter. The chapter summary is not going to give you all the details that you need to be successful, um, but it's going to give you an idea of where you really, really need to focus in when you're reading in order to successfully learn the material. Okay, start using a planner or the calendar on your phone to organize your days. I found a blog at work that I'm super excited about um, where... Uh, a young medical student really talks about how she utilizes um, her Google Calendar to kind of, you know, give herself time to create habits, set goals, do her homework, pick up those healthy habits like exercise, um, all of those different things to kind of use that on her phone. So it's not like she has to carry around some big bulky planner. You can if you want to. Um, you know, you can make to-do lists and do that all right in your phone. So you just have one thing instead of trying to juggle, you know, a, a passion planner and, you know, one of those like dot planner notebooks, which props to people who do those. Cause you'll have some cool hand lettering and, and drawing skills, but that's, that's not me. Um, but you know, if a calendar or a planner is what you want to use, start organizing your days, even if it's like 2 PM to 4 PM nap like cool like do it you know put put when you're going to go to the beach put when you're going to do all these little things because getting in the habit of it now is going to help you once you get to college so you get your syllabus maybe your professor emails it to you early on write down those important dates now in the summer while you still have time and you're not freaked out about being on campus for that first week and who's going to be my friend and all that stuff um Write down those important dates now. They might change, for sure. But write them down now so you don't have to freak out about it later. That's a really great way to start um, utilizing a phone calendar or a planner in in relation to school. Um, And when I say important dates from the syllabus, I mean when your final exam is, when your midterms are, if you have a big paper, big project. um, Yeah, right when those are due so you know what's up. Um research and Google the resources that are on your campus. And when I say resources, I mean the health center. I mean the student recreation center. Um, If you did sports in high school and you want to continue to be active, a great and fun way to do that and a great way to get connected and make friends on campus is to do intramurals. Booyah. Um, The accessibility services, it might be called disability services for students, know where that is. If you have a differing ability that um, you need services for at the college or university, um, in order to learn in the way that you can best, you definitely want to check out um, and see what uh, services that office can provide for you, but then also what documentation you're going to need to get those services. Um, It does look a lot different than high school. They do expect you to be the one to reach out, you being the student. So, um, you know, understandably, parents, you're going to want to reach out and um, kind of help your student navigate that. I think the the best way to kind of look at it is your student's in the driver's seat as soon as they step on a college campus. Um, Next week's podcast is going to be about FERPA, and this is going to be for parents. And it's going to talk about how FERPA is going to impact the information that you're going to get as parents, but a really great 
um, I guess metaphor is FERPA, your student is in the driver's seat and you're not even in the passenger seat anymore. You're in the back seat. Uh, you get to enjoy watching your student navigate their route and get to the finish line. Um, and sometimes it's going to be a twisty, rindy road. It's going to be stressful. You're going to go along, you know, the edges of a cliff and you're going to be freaking out about it. Um, but know that as long as you're providing support, maybe you're navigating a little bit with the map in the back and saying, you know, hey, these are a few different ways that we could turn to get to our destination. Awesome. You want to be providing that, that support. But remember that, um, in life, I think we focus a lot on success as a grade or a test score, and we sometimes forget about the fulfillment pieces as well. And sometimes fulfillment and getting to that finish line of a degree should be considered just as much as a, of a success as having a job lined up um, when you get out. So it's okay. It's okay if you don't have a job lined up right away. That's going to happen. Um, and, and it's okay if it takes a little bit of time. It's okay if the first job you have isn't the most perfect job in the world. Um, the fact of the matter is you want to make the most out of your college experience. And in order to do that, you have to utilize the resources on campus to make sure that you can be successful. So, all that to say, a student's going to have to be the one to contact Disability Services for Students, the Accessibility Office. It's going to be called a, just a plethora of different things depending on what college you're at. Um, academic services, tutoring, SI, which usually stands for Supplementary Instruction, uh, math centers, writing centers. Honest to goodness, even if you don't really need it, oh, go, go. What is the harm in reinforcing the things that you're learning? What is the harm in helping yourself know just a little bit more. There isn't any. You know, maybe you're setting up for yourself for success because you've been taking notes this way and you see someone in a study group taking notes a completely different way. You give their way a shot one week and you realize, boom, that's why I aced the exam instead of getting a B or a BA. You know, all of those things contribute to success and you get to create connections and, um, yeah, you get to just find that spot on campus that's great for you. Great example, um, just attended a, a wedding in June, um, one of my old roommates, and someone he met while he was a tutor, um, they just got married. And, you know, so I'm telling you, tutoring can be a good thing, right? So go and find those resources. Um, career services. Uh, Sarah Hagen was on and we talked about how to make your resume soldier. Well, um, we mentioned a couple times, it's important to go before your senior year, check it out your freshman year, help yourself be ready to ace, uh, internship interviews. you saw the summer after your sophomore year. I mean, if you can get a paid internship, booyah, right? Like that's the dream. So start Googling and figuring out what those resources are, where those resources are, Maybe send a couple emails just to say, hey, I'd like to come by and talk to you about the services that you can provide me. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Um, yeah, those are the f big points that I really wanted to talk about today. And they're pretty simple, pretty easy, um, but they're going to help you kind of start getting in the 
mindset, right, for college. They're going to help you kind of get in that college mindset. And just doing a few of those little things every day and building up to them until you're ready to head to college, that is going to be what kind of um, sets you up for some set, for some success. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Uh, that is all I really have for you today. Um, the break that I took about three weeks, um, that's over. But because it is summer and I'm starting a new job and I, just like you will be in end of August, early September, um, I'm in a state of huge transition and it's stressful. I'm going to be dropping down to about every other week. Um, so it's not going to be weekly. It's going to be biweekly. Um, So like I said, the next one that you can look forward to in mid-July is going to be about FERPA and what that means for parents. So if you are a parent and you're listening to this, make sure you know because that'll impact your students who are younger who are doing maybe early middle college or dual enrollment. Um, It doesn't matter if a student is 18 or not. If they are attending the college, it's a federal law. We're going to go into it. It's going to be so fun. And the one after that, my goal is to talk packing list, um, what's going to be helpful as you are transitioning to college. And then the one after that is going to be a fall warm-up guide for this year's seniors class of 2020, um, because you're going to start applying in the fall. And as always... Thank you so much for uh, spending time with us here and chatting on College Talk.